2: Stand for it! Oh! champion! Oh! oh my God! You're
3: talking to The roller Wearing! Diamond ring! Wearing! Gift stealing! Woo!
0: Wheel dealing! Livers in light! Jet flying! Thunder of a gun! Very, 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 Mickey 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 Pishy, pishy!
1: Welcome back again to Voices of the Wrestling. I am your host, Joe Lanza. We're here with our monthly Inspire Pro Wrestling spot with the boys from Inspire Pro Wrestling. I have Justin Bissonette, Max Mihan on the line, and we're going to talk about No Turning Back coming up on July 24th. That's this Sunday. 27th. 27th. Today is the 24th. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this Sunday is the 27th. Max ran on top of things with the date. As a promoter, you got to get that date right. Uh, the dopey radio host doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, so that would be July 27th, this Sunday, Marquesa Holland theater, as always, no turning back the second XX division show, which means another NWA world women's title defense. And, uh, actually before we get into things, let me, let's just get this out of the way right away. Uh, just terrible luck for this family. Now, uh, news has broken. Barbie Hayden's grandfather, I believe has passed away. Uh, it was just a couple of months ago that uh, Carson's father passed away, so we have another tragedy in that family. Will Barbie Hayden be on the show?
2: Yeah, she's she's good to go um, as of right now. Obviously, they've gone through a, quite a bit. You know, uh, it was actually almost a month ago. It was a couple of days before our last show, actually, um, one week uh, to the day before our last show. So I mean, those two have been through uh, way more than than. You know, anybody should in that short period of time, but um, uh, she is good to go.
1: Okay, because as we know, sometimes real life gets in the way. Now, you know, that's just that's just crazy. Back to back months for people who may not know, Carson and Barbie Hayden are a married couple, so they they're dealing with uh, two terrible, unfortunate uh, uh, incidents. Uh, in, you know, in one month's time, so I uh, just wanted to make sure she was going to work the card and uh, everything was going to be all right. We send our condolences once again. Unfortunately, we have to do this. Uh, uh, to, to that family, and hopefully everything is okay with them. Um, as far as the match, Barbie, switching gears to the actual wrestling here, she defends her NWA Women's Championship against Mia Yim. Uh, so, Biss, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit, for people who may not know about Mia Yim, and uh, what's so special about this
2: NWA World Women's Title match here? Oh, this is uh, this is a pleasure to be able to put on. Um, as people know, Brandon Shroud kind of um, has input on the XX division. But this is actually a match when we started talking about them, the XX division, that actually Max brought up as something that would be cool to be able to do. Um Yim is a world-traveled athlete. She's had tours of Japan. Um, she's on Shine. She's on Shimmer. Um, she's one of the toughest female athletes uh, active right now. So it just made sense to put this match together. Um, our goal of course is to highlight the NWA world's woman title and, um, matches like this are going to help do that. I think.
3: Yeah, she's, she's definitely, uh, she's one of my favorite people to watch wrestle. So for me personally, uh, this is kind of a dream match. and one. I've been really excited to, to put together. It's one of the reasons why I, I wanted to help, you know, run a wrestling company. Um, And Mia is one of those competitors who's just, she's just a great all around wrestler, period. Uh, wipe, you know, wipe the, uh, preface of gender uh, off, off the, off the card. She's just a great wrestler. I've seen, I've seen her have great matches with both men and women. In fact, uh, I, she had a match with, uh, ACH once that I absolutely loved. And, uh, I've, you know, I've always enjoyed seeing her work, and I think it's going to be phenomenal.
1: And it's another debut. You (laughs) guys seem to, uh, to debut new talent on just about every show, uh, big-name talent. And uh, there's another debut, and, and you know, this match here has picked up a, a lot of interest on the internet due to some dueling promos that they've done against each other. We've got Delilah Doom, who's been working your shows for a couple of months now, and she's taking on uh, Solo Darling. Now, for people who don't know, and I'll direct this one at BISS, uh, tell them direct them to where, can they see these, these, uh, doing promo videos on your website? Where do they got to go to see this stuff? Cause this is some interesting stuff that these two are doing.
2: I think we've highlighted both on our website. It's basically been through the, the wrestlers Twitter accounts. Um, so yeah, this has kind of picked up steam all of its own. Um, so I believe it's at solo darling pretty easy. And I think it's at the with um, pretty easy as well. So, um, I, but I you, think we've the, highlighted the, the both on the website. Yeah, the work that these two have done, I got to tell you, th- this has
1: probably been the most hyped match coming into the show, even more so than the title match. Uh, just strictly on the on the promos that these two have done, uh, just just from an outsider looking in, and the amount of hype that I've seen on the internet for the show coming up.
2: Yeah, and it's it's they're kind of they're very similar. You know, you could say Delilah Dooms the solo darling of Texas right now. Um, so. Yeah, that that was kind of our thoughts in putting it together, and it has really blossomed and, and uh, grown a life of its own already, which is really cool. No Veda Scott on the show,
1: but I I did uh, hear her in another interview uh, on another podcast, which I'm, I I would plug if I could remember the name of it. I just can't remember the name of it now. It's not that I'm intentionally not plugging the guys, uh, but she did mention you guys and say she's very excited about about Inspire Pro Wrestling in the Exec division. So. <laughs> Is it reasonable to expect that we'll see Veda Scott moving forward? Uh, just because she's not on this show, that we're not to read into that or anything, correct?
2: Yeah, I would. I would bet that you show sure see her pop up at another Inspire show.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah,
3: I believe there are plans, and we we like her, and uh, you know, Brandon's very high on her, so we're very excited about about uh, about having her back soon.
1: Now, for this show here. I noticed we have a, uh, let's see, it's a 4-6 split amongst, well, five. I guess it's a 5-6 split. Five women's matches, six men's matches. So you're still kind of splitting it right down the middle on these XX shows. Uh, you guys haven't told me this. This is purely my speculation. My personal opinion is you're slowly going to weed out the men on these shows and I think about six months from now, these XX division shows are going to be purely women's wrestling events. Uh, let's see. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one the BISS because if there's something that needs to be you know cleverly dodged or or spoken around, he's the guy to do it. But you can't fool me. That's kind of what I'm seeing happening here. Uh, clearly, the shows are geared toward the women. I think eventually. Uh, once you've established the concept in the market, which shouldn't be difficult, because Austin has always been a very, very strong market for women's wrestling, uh, thanks to the promotion across town, uh, I think these are going to be purely women's events. Just, just level with us here. Is that the ultimate direction here?
2: I think you're going to be very surprised, man. Um, I think we're actually we're moving in a, a different direction that I think is going to surprise may surprise some people, and I think the results going to be better for the company as a whole. So I won't even dodge that one. I think we're actually um I think we're heading in a, a different direction. So hmm. everything everything's a work in progress. Um you know I, I was very pleased
3: with End of Blood as as a wrestling card. I thought it had a great feel, it had a really great balance. Um me, I can only speak for myself personally because there are other people involved in the direction of the company. But uh I felt like yeah in their blood card and and no turning back are very well balanced in terms of what sort of the different kinds of, of wrestling that it presents uh, and like I said, I think it's ideal i kind of I kind of hope that we continue to move in this direction where we keep things kind of kind of split. I think that that keeps everybody happy, but it would be cool to do some straight up all women's cards so that's 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 in the cards, you know potentially.
1: You know, I'm glad you brought up in your blood because I almost forgot to bring this up. If the people want to see in your blood, you guys have a whole new distribution system in place here, and uh, I'm sure that you want to plug that before we before we end the interview. So I believe it's SmartMark Video, correct?
2: Yeah, jump on there and stream it right in your living room right now. I How mean much? Right after this podcast. Uh, I believe it. I believe streaming is nine ninety nine on SmartMark Video. So you've got so. a couple different options there. They can just. Yeah. Uh, they can just instantly stream it they can download it is there are, are you doing dvd's too or no yeah you have order the the hard copy dvd as well so okay all
1: and those have all those have three different pricing options
2: i believe so i believe so, so.
1: Oh, god you're running the company here you got to you got <laughs> <laughs> to know how much it costs uh max are, are you privy to the pricing
2: i i am afraid not <laughs>
1: what? Yeah. He's gonna tell you something, you know. Hey, nine, nine,
2: 99 will let you stream it. I believe it's fourteen ninety nine will let you buy a DVD. There you go. So, so
1: either way, it's going to be reasonably priced if you want yeah. to check out "In Your Blood." And that, of course, was the uh, the very first.
2: Yeah. Smart Smart Mark Video does not need me to sell their services. They're, they're pretty well known stuff. <laughs> so. I mean. It's,
1: I'm trying to set you guys up here, you know. I'm in the softball, and you guys are swinging and missing. I'm trying to give you a chance to sell some shows. Hey, hey, hey. We're, yeah. we're, it's not like
3: we're not handling yeah. a million other things over <laughs> here. Come on. The,
1: I, the Inspire offices must be swamped with work
3: here. I'm trying to help sell some
1: TV Oh, you have, yeah. Next no time I'll bring
3: know. my secretary on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there you go. It's like the mysterious uh, producer of Voices of Wrestling <laughs> that we refer to that, uh, that is actually just Rich typing into Google. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about one of the men's matches here. And I'll tell you, I I, got to tell you, this is the match I'm looking forward to the most. And uh, I'm sure you guys know where I'm going with this because I'm a big fan of this guy. And that's the J Crown Championship match, Sammy Guevara against Eric Shadows. Actually, I'm, I'm a big fan of both of these guys. I think that this Eric Shadows has a ton of potential. And he's a guy that that you guys uh, have tried to squeeze on to to some of your shows. And uh, he's definitely made an impression. And I have a feeling that these two guys are going to have real good chemistry together. And uh, this is a J-Crown Championship match, correct?
3: Yeah. It is for the crown.
1: All right. And uh, so tell me a little bit. Tell the people a little bit. I don't need to be told about him. I know all about Sammy Guevara. I've I've gone on and on about him. I think the last time I had Max on – uh, I, I think I went on a five- to eight-minute diatribe on how good this guy is and how people are going to know who he is. Well, why don't you guys tell the people about Sammy Guevara and Eric Shadows and uh, what they can expect out of this match this Sunday?
2: Uh, well, Sammy Guevara, the guy that's uh, at the last XX show, gave me quite a bit of headache. But uh, that all aside, um, phenomenally talented. I think Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is starting to get a feeling of how good he is. He's been up on the, the IWC cards up there. Um, and I believe he's scheduled to go back up there next month. Um, just a phenomenal athlete started off with Booker T. I don't know if he can officially claim to be a Booker T student, but I know that's where he started off, finished up, uh, in Houston, just, uh, an amazing athlete as far as physically gifted. Um, probably as close to ACH as we've had since ACH. Um, and just a, a strange charisma about him that, uh, uh, just seems to connect with people and really piss people off.
1: Yeah, there's no question about that. You know, I talked about it last time. He's just—he's got that smarmy heel charisma. You—you uh, you want to just smack him in the mouth, and—and and, and that's in a, a totally good way. And uh, very talented guy. And and speaking of Booker T, you guys gonna be ordering the eye pay per view uh, this weekend? Uh, reality. Wrestling?
2: <laughs> I'll order the pay per view as soon as he gives me money for royalties on fucking Pump Patrol. How about
1: that? I, you know, I, I was going to bring it up later, but <laughs> let's talk about it right now. So, um, Booker T, I guess since you you've just uh, you, you just came right out with it, um, here's here's the backstory for people who have no idea what, what we're talking about. Um, th- there were multiple Texas area independent wrestlers who all of a sudden disappeared from some of the promotions they were working for because Booker T's reality of wrestling. Uh, offered them exclusive contracts, which to me and everybody else seemed a bit odd. Uh, now, listen, it's it's a free market, and if these these people choose to sign exclusive contracts with another comparable sized independent promotion, uh, excluding them from working anywhere else, I mean, it seems a little odd to me. To me, uh, from my point of view, it seems like they just be. Uh, uh, Costing themselves money, costing themselves booking, costing themselves exposure. But hey, that's their free decision to make. But the issue that you have, which you have so eloquently stated, is that a couple of your guys signed that deal with Booker T, and they brought what you feel is, you know, I guess we can call it Inspire Pro Wrestling intellectual property along with them. And uh, yeah. obviously, as a as a mom and pop independent pro wrestling organization, you're not gonna you know you're not calling up Johnny Cochran to get lawyers involved. You're not you're not in a position to do that. And Johnny Cochrane's dead anyway. I don't know why. I, I use the worst references sometimes. I, I just use a dead man for a reference. Uh, but but uh, the point here being, there's really your hands are tied. There's nothing you can do about it. And the Pump Patrol, a gimmick that was created in the Inspire Pro Wrestling offices. Uh, we'll, we'll now be taking uh, the, the, that, that gimmick is now
3: part of uh, Booker T's reality wrestling. So did I sum that up pretty nicely. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know, you that's know. about it. Oh,
1: you guys are chomping yeah. at the bit. Let, let all right. <laughs> Ma- Max first. Go ahead, Max. Say your say your piece about the reality of wrestling situation.
3: Well, this one, this one, I do have to be pretty delicate about. Um, you know, it, it was something that that Josh Montgomery worked on i worked on it I, I believe you know josh even was responsible for getting the gear together and in fact i don't believe aj summers or jared wayne had tagged together before we put them together and uh i mean even i know that even when they you know we we put a lot of work into it and of course those guys did a great job of selling it but um yeah when when they, when they signed the the whole the, the pump patrols went bye bye and we actually did toy with the idea of just uh, introducing some other people under the mantle, but we were asked not to do that, which kind of blew my mind. Uh like Jared was like, Well if you do that and Booker sees pump patrol on your cards, he's gonna give a shit about it and I was I was taken aback. But, you know there there are there there are main fish in the ocean. There we have a lot of really great ideas that I'm sure many people are going to ape and steal. And I think that's a signifier of success when people just take what you've done that seems to be getting over and they use it as their own. You know, so it, it sucks that we don't get any credit for it. It would have been awesome if, uh, if I, I would have been pleased if there had just been mention of inspire on uh, reality of wrestling personally. I would have, I would have been fine with that, but unfortunately we got love kiss out of it and uh, very little respect.
1: So you guys were, in essence, going to do the old uh, new Razor and new Diesel kind of deal and just hand off the gimmick to somebody else, uh, and, and and those guys kind of just talked you out of it. Is that basically the gist of it?
3: They didn't, uh, ours would been, been successful. We just, we just yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, all right. So,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't even seen Booker T's card. Are they, are they working the pay-per-view? I, I couldn't even tell you, man. Yeah, I don't I, care. I, I don't. I don't get the Soul of the South Network, so I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: care. Long as the South
1: Network, I, I. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I don't think anybody gets the Soul of the South Network, and uh, that was you know kind of the deal. Look, here's here's what I don't understand about the situation either. You know, even if the plan was to go eye pay per view, which which is fine. Um, you know, there's there's you know there's promotions all over the place that use i pay-per-view and, and they don't restrict their, like, let's look at Gabe Sapolsky, for example, obviously, you know, his entire business model is built on i pay-per-view. He's not feeding yeah. his kid on the 75 people he's drawn to his shows in Florida. Yeah, he's making his true. money, on, he's making his money on the i pay-per-views. And, uh, yeah. you know, so if, to use him as an example, um, he runs i pay-per-views for, for evolve, uh, dragon gate, USA, uh, F- full impact pro, uh, his is uh, shine. Well,
2: shine and sh- is it shine inch shimmer or just shine on? just shine. It's just shine. shine right now.
1: Okay. So uh, and, and maybe some others as well. But here's the thing: if if you're signed, he has contracts for his WWN Live talent, for that WWN Live family of talent. But he doesn't preclude those guys from making a living elsewhere. He does preclude them from working other pay-per-views, which is completely understandable. Okay, uh, you know, if you're, for instance, if you're Rich Swan and you're under WWN Live contract, you can't go work the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, which is com- you know completely reasonable and understandable. But he doesn't yeah. preclude Rich Swan from working, say. An Inspire pro wrestling show or a pro wrestling syndicate show or whoever wants to book Rich Swan, provided they're not running a, a pay-per-view event. So that's really what I don't understand and I, and I guess I, this is a better question for Booker T or Charmel. <laughs> And uh, not for you guys, because you're just gonna mimic what I'm saying. I'm, I'm presuming, and you know, Woo! you know, somebody else just did an interview with Sharmell, and unfortunately, the dope who did the interview didn't have the guts to ask her the question. But we'll, we'll leave that aside. Or obviously, yeah. it's it's not that he didn't have the guts. It's just that this particular uh, person, yeah. Brian, it was Brian Alvarez. He just don't know what's going on. Okay, he's he's he, more focused. He doesn't on
2: know that. He doesn't know to ask her, I know why she fears Inspire Pro. That's the yeah. I mean,
1: he's more focused. <laughs> I shouldn't even. I, I should apologize. He doesn't even. He's not. I'm. Maybe if he was privy to the, you know, what's going on in the Texas Independence, <laughs> scene, he would have snuck the question in. But it's really not fair to criticize him because he he don't know what's going on. So he, well, you know, I, so
3: this is what this is what I heard. Um, and 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 I, you know, we can let's get catty. Um. <laughs> Not really. But what I heard was that uh, Booker had some talent and they went uh, to go work at another show. And during that appearance, they, uh, I believe they shattered their shins on the side of a ring or something to that effect. And it caused uh, a rather large hiccup in Booker T's uh, card for the previous, for, for, for the next weekend. And so Booker T got, uh, I guess, he got a little upset and he he basically became very concerned with the TV deal that he had, you know, going at the time. He was worried about his guys going to other companies and getting hurt and having that impact his company, which, you know, I I can kind of understand, but at the same time, it's like you said, you know, no 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 one's making a bazillion dollars working Texas Indies right now. And quite frankly, I think it's to the benefit of Booker T and his guys to work As many places as they can. It's just up to Booker T and those other wrestlers to figure out which places are most reputable and safe.
1: Yeah, you know, and and, you know, it. it, It's like I kind of said earlier too. You can't even really pin it on Booker and Charmel because if if these people are going to sign these contracts, you kind of have to pin it on them. I mean, what are they thinking here? Um, yeah. it, it just, it's, it's, they're not getting their name, you know, they're just working less shows. I mean,
2: how often is reality wrestling running? I don't even know the answer to that. Once a well, month, for, once a month? for, for a lot of those guys, if the only, uh, place you're working is there anyway, you know, why not? And then, you know, the few others that, that actually kind of hit home for, for us, you know, they had their own personal reasons for the most part, and that's between them and, and Booker, you know, so.
1: Well, I, I, you know, me putting two and two together, I mean, I would just have to presume that they think Booker's pipeline to, to WWE would be the re- the only – that would be the only logical reason uh, that I could see signing a deal and, 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 and precluding yourself from working other places.
2: But there's so many holes in that theory as well. Yeah. I mean, you're just I'll, – Yeah, I'll, I'll say one last thing on it. If you're a worker listening to this and you start thinking that way, ask yourself the question, how many people – have gotten an opportunity already. And if that answer is less than one, you probably need to reevaluate that decision. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that's my you, opinion. You're,
1: you're not going to say it, but the answer is actually it is. It is zero. Uh, yeah. His his the, the number one guy there, I believe, uh, Abel Andrew Jackson, isn't that his name? That's kind of like the, the prize student of Booker T. Um, he's gotten looks, and he's never gotten signed.
2: Yeah. And he's hey, already, he, he was around long before Booker T showed up in town too. Right, I mean, <laughs> so I just s- Texas history. I was just gonna say <laughs> so, he's also in his mid-thirties, if, if I'm not mistaken. If, so. if you want direct Booker T students, that the answer is maybe one. So. Okay, so as far as pure students who trained at the school, uh, I don't know of anyone. You know of one person who signed? I know one, but you know, okay. obviously I'm not giving them any pub tonight, so Okay. And and, and and
1: Abel Andrew Jackson who is for a long time was pushed at the top guy. I don't know if he's still pushed at the top guy. He was for a long time. He's gotten him several looks, and they've never signed him, and he's in his mid-30s now, and the clock is ticking. Because, you know, once you start hitting those mid-30s, uh, they stop
2: looking at you. Um, yeah. So,
1: it's – it's. I mean, if the top guy didn't get signed,
2: and you only know of one guy who got signed, I mean, I just – uh, He didn't even – the guy I know didn't even get signed. I just know guys that's gotten looks. So. Oh, you're just talking guys who've just gotten yeah. looks. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah. Don't know, I don't know of anyone who's been signed, period, either. So, yeah. um, that, that
1: came out of that school, so – you know, I don't know. this this is turning into the uh let's rip uh reality of wrestling hour. So let's let's get yeah,
2: back to let's get back Go to check out show. the iPay review, man. Go go throw them <laughs> you know. I've actually had Booker T on this
1: show uh years ago when he was um promoting his book and he was very good to us. You know, I, I have no yeah. issues with him. I just think the whole
2: situation is very bizarre. Uh, and, you I, know, I think that will be I've only personally talked to him one time. Right? Any other business dealings with uh, reality wrestling come through, like, these weird back fucking channels. I think that's a big part of what's so offensive about it, but, you know.
3: I, 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 I will say, I will say there's even a little bit more that's offensive to, to me anyways, and, and I may be overstepping my bounds, but I think it's a little weird that Michael Tate's allowed to work RCW, and yet Pump Patrol pulled off of our cards, and they're using our gimmick in their company.
1: That's I don't a good think point. That's, fair. that's a good point because I saw Michael Faith advertise for uh for River City and I thought maybe he had split with Booker T, but he's still with Booker T as well.
2: And Greg just well. hasn't evolved to speak up for himself. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that that is interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, like 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 you guys said. I mean, you're just you're more angry at taking the gimmick. I mean, you'll live without the wrestlers. And you know, that's yeah, a
3: principle thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a matter of principle. I,
1: I spoke to another promoter who will will leave his name out of it. this. Another Texas promoter, and, and he he told me essentially the same thing. He said, "Look, I'll live without the wrestlers. I think they're making an awful career decision." But I, I, I will, We will move on without the without
2: the talent. I, yeah. I,
1: I, told them it's a bad decision, but that's just
2: my opinion. So, yeah. um, and that seems to be the general general idea amongst other Texas promoters. You know, they they got to make their own decision. Um, our deal is what it is. Like, there's nothing changing now. So, speaking of other Texas promoters,
1: uh, after your show, or actually during your show last month. Uh, Darren Child sent out a text, a a a, a Twitter message saying, uh, basically he didn't name your company by name, but he said, "Stop trying to make a name off my name." And actually, <laughs> he may, I don't remember. I don't have the tweet in front of me. He may have actually specifically named you. I don't think he did, uh, but it was clear what he was talking about. What the hell was he talking about? I, I have. Uh,
3: I his... can I can answer this. Sure. I can answer this. Um, as, as you're aware, we have a referee that was uh, recently. Or at, at, in their blood, he was, was released, actually. Uh, Thomas Munoz, uh, was released by request of, uh, Sammy Guevara. And I guess Thomas showed up at, uh, the Clash of the Bass show with, uh, with a, uh, petition to get rehired and was getting people to sign the petition. This had absolutely nothing to do with us, by the way. This was just something that occurred out in the lobby while, uh, people were waiting to get in the doors. And, uh, Apparently someone thought it would be funny to sign Darren's name, uh, to the, to the, uh, petition and then I guess the photo got tweeted or Instagrammed or whatever and I guess that bothered him, you know. Okay,
1: what so basically, it's 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 a lot of a crossover fans. That's no secret. A lot of fans that go to those yeah. shows go to it's the same town, and it's wrestling fans. Yeah. So it's a lot of crossover fans. So some someone was being goofy, signed his name on this petition for this little storyline, and then somebody yeah. sent him a picture of his name. So that's basically yeah, you know. So then he got annoyed and claimed you guys were trying to uh, work
2: him into a storyline. Is that basically to just yeah, not yeah, no, not even close. Honestly, uh, yeah. yeah. Can I make an official statement? We aren't interested in the least in working Darren Childs into a storyline. If if you're interested in giving us money to see a storyline with Darren Childs in it, go ahead and keep your money. That's the official Inspire pro uh, message. I mean, I don't know. if I'm overstepping my bounds by saying that, but I think that's the general idea. Um,
1: Did you guys guys forget I hit record today? Uh, What's going on? Guns are blazing. Go ahead, Max.
3: Well, I, you know, here's, here's the funny thing is that he keeps saying that we're summoning his name in order to get some sort of rub. Um and he will go, but, but, you know, there's this, I don't know, there's this thing called Ask FM, which is, I guess, where you ask yourself questions anonymously. And I guess he, 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 you know, he'll use this to, to comment on our company. And he's, he's done this pretty frequently, but then he'll go, oh, I've never heard of him, but then I've had him comment on our angles. I've had him just drop our name and, and, and make these cheeky comments. And you know, I don't, you know, that's that's fine. I understand. But I think, you know, I you know, I personally don't have anything against the guy. If he called me up and asked me to go grab a slice of pizza with him, hell, I'd do it. I don't care, you know. Um I wish him the best of luck. But the bottom line is that when everybody's doing well, we're all doing well. It's really obvious. I don't we don't want him to do poorly because it's one less place for the guys that we all use, you know, to, to, to go. Like, we have guys that go over there. They make money there. They gain experience there. Uh, his guys come over to us and, you know, vice versa, you know. Um, the only thing I really have a problem with is that he continually says stuff like how he's very positively minded. He encourages people to go for their goals and live their dreams, and then he'll trash us. And it's like, well, that's basically what I'm doing. I'm trying to live my dream. I'm trying to live out my goals. I'm trying to be positive. And then he'll say something like, he'll compare us to them and call us Pop Warner versus their NFL. But, you know, mm. that's, you know he's, he's, he's just as guilty as we are of, of, of maybe running their mouths. I think we've been a lot more reserved, honestly. I think he's done a lot of poking.
1: Sure. I mean, because even if he doesn't uh, name you guys by name, everybody knows what he's talking about. Yeah, no one's stupid. It's sort of that passive aggressive deal where it's just every everyone everyone gets to just right. I mean, it's it's just it's it's heavily implied and uh, you know everyone knows the deal. So
2: Darren Childs passive aggressive never. (laughs) Texas indie wrestling passive aggressive never. You know,
1: just just what we live with. To let the people in, this is how the conversations normally go after we're done.
2: Recording the interviews. That, that may be, uh, maybe what I forgot this time. We just jumped right through it. We, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's, that's not even exclusive
1: uh, uh, to Biss <laughs> and Max. Any guests we have on, we turn and, and, and the, the, the interviews can be great. They could be open. They could be, you know, uh, we think that the people are being uh, honest and 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 forthright.
2: As soon as we hit stop on the recording, we should uh, let me tell you, you something. The real deal. We, we, we we
1: should just tell people we're hitting stop. And then one day. When we want to get out of this wacky business, sell the uh, the after tapes of the voices of wrestling interviews because the shit that we hear, man, do you you wrestling people love to vent? If there's one thing people in wrestling like to do, it is to vent, and uh, yeah. I, I am more than a willing ear to allow this venting. But this is the kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't even
3: I don't even consider this venting. I don't really feel like I'm venting. I think I'm being really civil, um, especially when I have someone who's continually saying that I'm seething I'm from them. You know, there are a few things that you can do to really set me off or make me want to grab you by the fucking throat. And one of them is to call me a thief. And you've been to both shows. You've seen the products. While we do share a similar roster and there is some overlap and, and, and whatnot, I don't think we're taking anything away from what they do because our shows are so different. I don't think that Darren Child's idea of what wrestling is is very similar to what this or I, or Brandon think, you know, is good wrestling. It's it, They're just two different animals, And you know what? People go to the zoo to see different animals. It's not going to hurt him, and it's not going to hurt us. He just looks petty whenever he, you know, kind of name drops us or insults us. And like I said, if you ever wanted to call me, sit down and talk, be civil, I'd be open to that because I'm an adult. That's what I do.
1: I I can tell you as a uh, third-party observer, and like you say, somebody who's been to, to both shows, Um, Even though, you know, there's some shows where you've got 80% crossover talent, where it's the same people wrestling both shows, but they couldn't feel more different. So you make a very valid point. I mean, you know if you're an Inspire show, and you know – if I drop you off blindfolded at an Anarchy show or an Inspire show, you clearly know which one you're at when you pull the blindfold off. I mean, it's a totally different feel, totally different
2: vibe, totally different style. So you do make a valid point there. Yeah, they're they're, very –
3: Aaron is good at what he does. It's just different. We're good at what we do, and we need to take nothing away from him. And I don't I'm sure that some jackass is going to pop up and bring this up somewhere online and talk about it to him or he's going to comment on it like he always does. But like I said, let me emphasize, if you ever want to sit down and just have a civil conversation and talk about things, I'm open. I mean because I've got into those shows for like six years. I watched those shows for six years. You know, I mean, I I was a fan, I supported, I brought people out, hell, I even helped promote the shows on some level, you know, I would bring, I I used to bring 20, 30 people to those shows, you know, but, you know, the opportunity to do my own thing is very exciting, you know, some people watch movies all their lives with uh, with the dream of making a film of their own. I got to make a wrestling show of my own, you know, and that's my dream. That's my goal. This is my happiness. And no one has the right to challenge me for that. Anyway, I think mm-hmm. enough about him. Let's talk about the show. I agree. Let's move on and uh,
1: circle back and talk about uh, the show this Sunday on the 27th. We haven't talked about this match, and I think this is a pretty important match on the card. This is part of the the uh, the, the tournament with the uh, Inspire Women's Championship Tournament Qualifier. Now, Biss, if you could just clear this up quickly. You guys are going to have your own women's champion in
2: addition to booking the NWA Women's Champion? Yes, eventually we will have our own Inspire XXB champion.
1: Okay, and this match is part of that tournament. It's going to be Jessica James, Miss Dyslexia, and KC Warfield. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's correct.
1: Okay, and now uh, now somebody has. Has someone advanced? Is this the first? I can't remember. Did you already have a tournament match in the last show, or is this uh, the first tournament match?
2: Athena advanced um, right. in their match against Vegas Scott. Right. Yes. And Athena so,
1: is actually back on this show.
2: Yes. And <laughs> yes. Against Cat uh, Green. Could be wrestling Cat Green. Yeah. Okay, wow. I gotta pre- I, I, I'm pretty good. You know, I'm remembering this stuff yeah. today. Um, yeah, and Cat Green and Athena just recently tore it down in San Antonio about. Yeah. Uh, week ago so we're very excited to be able to to have the rematch
3: Kat Green gets better and better every time I see her step in the ring so I'm really excited to see this and I think that as, as she continues to work uh, other people the quality of Athena, Athena is remarkable um, and I think it's really going to just benefit her moving forward and she's really going to continue to grow and become a real name in Texas wrestling so this is a match to watch, this is important
1: You know, Kat Green had a shaky start with you guys, and you stuck with her. Because that first show, I remember uh, her first show anyway, not your first show, I don't think it was. I think it was just uh, her first show. And uh, she had kind of a shaky start. But, um, you know, your promotion, you guys, I I will say, you, you give people a shot. And uh, you do stick with them, and, and, and you give them a chance. And uh, this is proof of that, because this is, like you said, this is a pretty big match for somebody like Kat Green, because Athena is obviously one of the biggest names in, in, in uh, women's wrestling right now. So
2: Yeah, and yeah, it's a chance to see what she has, you know. This is a chance for her to, to step up and show that she's ready for that next step. So, um, yeah, we, I I just particularly, and I think our whole group, is all about giving people a shot and seeing what they can do with it. Um, if they take the ball and run with it, so be it. If not, you know, we call an audible, we change things up. But um, I think that's what wrestling really needs. You, you know, if you have people sitting around for five, six years waiting for, you know, people to to drop off, you're never going to see anything new, so. Sure, and uh, in addition to Mia Yim, you have
1: another debut coming up on the show, and that's uh, Leva Bates, correct?
2: Yeah, Leva versus uh, Paige Turner, which should be, you know, just a, a ridiculous clash of characters. Um, I'm really excited to see how those two interact in the in the same ring.
1: And then, of course, you, you
2: continue your your some of your
1: men's storylines here. We've got Matthew Palmer against Carson. Uh, that's two of the top guys on the men's side of the men's division here. And in it's let me ask you this, and uh, you know, this wasn't a question I was planning on asking, but it's kind of been a hot button topic. In, uh, on, in the dreadful world of Twitter, which I'm, you know, I'm, I'm discovering <laughs> is a very d- dreadful world uh, <laughs> for a number of reasons. Um, I, we've made many enemies over the last few weeks on Twitter, unfortunately, here at Voice of Wrestling. Um, how do you feel? How does inspi- What's the Inspire Pro Wrestling stance? I know you've dabbled in it a little bit but haven't really gone full force aside from a couple of comedy matches. How do you feel about intergender wrestling?
2: Oh man, there's there's a place for it if it makes sense. But just doing it to do it is uh is not it, if you're doing it to do it and you're charging more money for it or you know that's the hook of the show. I think you got some weird stuff going on there. Um, we uh yeah, you know, we the game in? on that
3: last show. You know we did that yeah. last show with uh
2: with Delilah in that
3: in that tag match against the Hollywood Knives. Um I. I personally am not a fan of it. Uh, there are some lines that a lot of promotions around the country cross where women are kind of denigrated and treated poorly or made to prove themselves. And I know this is an issue that Brandon has, where you have a woman who comes in and she's forced to kind of prove herself, but at the, at the very next match that she has, the respect that she should have earned is, is nowhere to be seen again. Um, I, I, I feel very strongly that if a woman is in the ring with a man, she should be treated just as a competitor. It should be just gender blind. That's my opinion, but uh, and, I'm not a big fan of it.
2: And, and even when we had Delilah Doom against the Hollywood Knives, um, teaming with Cherry Ramone, it wasn't so much, hey, let's do this intergender match. It's, okay, we have these two wrestlers that are in the stable and have a tag team. Let's do this match. You know, It wasn't of the mindset, oh, let's get an intergender match on the card. I think as long as you're just treating that inter-gender gender, gender tag team or that, that wrestler that happens to be female as another wrestler, as a wrestling commodity, I think you'll be all right. Once you start trying to make that the deal of, of the situation, that's when you're going to run into problems. So. Right. Yeah, don't treat them like a freak show. Yeah.
1: Right, or some uh, <laughs> incredibly cringeworthy stipulations that we've seen
2: recently yeah. in yeah. Uh, men's versus
1: women's matches. I don't know if you guys... Have
2: if it looks like a... If it looks like a Bob Sapp MMA match, you're probably doing it wrong. So. Yeah. Will yeah. that work? Is that a good? Or if the woman,
1: or a stipulation where if uh, the woman loses, she has oh, to perform
2: Felicio on the, uh, the motor of the Yeah.
1: So uh, thank
2: you, BJ. I mean, look, <laughs> I mean, look, me. re-
1: look, wrestling is wacky and wild and ridiculous and uh-huh. and nonsensical. But I mean, and I'm someone who's never offended by a thing. You can't offend yeah. Joe Lanza. I'm out of my mind. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm the least politically correct person you will ever see. Mm-hmm. I'm. The, I don't. I am do not want to go to a wrestling show to see a stipulation where the loser, male or female. Has to blow a guy if they lose the match. I,
2: I, I, maybe that's just me. Joe, I, I don't know. Joe, I think you've, you've been around long enough. I'm sure that you've been to some matches where that just wasn't advertised. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, on that
1: note, I think I'm going to run down the card uh, for this Sunday's <laughs> no turning. There is There is literally no turning back from this podcast. Now, you guys understand that. So uh, it, This is no turning back in more ways than one. Uh, we've got Barbie Hayden defending the NWA uh, Women's Championship against Mia Yim. First time appearance for Inspire Pro Wrestling. So if you want to see Mia Yim, come on down. we got the J-Crown Championship, Sammy Guevara versus Eric Shadows. I can't even Keep it together. Uh, uh, Inspire Women's Championship Tournament Qualifier, Jessica James, Miss Dyslexia, and Casey Warfield. Uh, one of those ladies will join uh, Athena
2: as two of the three competitors, correct? In the match that hey, we're right on here. As of tonight, JCW Superstar Miss Dyslexia. So. So, oh, well, wow. Hey, there you go. Big news.
1: Yeah. All right. Big news. Breaking news on the show. <laughs> uh, we've got Leva Bates against Paige Turner, Matthew Palmer against Carson, a match we did not talk about, Gabe Roach against Thomas Shire, Athena I against. Uh, yep. Yeah, sure. Uh, Athena versus Cat Green, the Delilah Doom Solo Darling match, which if people have not seen. The dueling promos for that match, I cannot stress strongly enough. Go to InspireProWrestling.com or their respective Twitter accounts and check those out. Very creative work. Uh, Now, did, did, did did they do that on their own? Did you guys have any hand in the production of those videos? Or
2: is that just from the creative minds of Delilah Doom and Solo Darling? That is from the creative minds of Solo Darling, Delilah Doom, and don't forget to leave out Chris True. Oh, absolutely, Chris True. Tremendous, tremendous
1: manager, which uh, he really deserves to be exposed uh, to more people than he is at this time. So uh, we've got Keith Lee, a big guy who debuted on your last show against, uh, I don't remember his opponent, if you could fill me in on the Keith
3: Lee opponent. Yeah, no, no, Matt, Riot. Yeah, formerly Matt, right, D, Yeah, Matt, yeah. Oh, Downfall, okay, okay, so he,
1: he's, he, uh, w- what is that promotion uh, in South Texas, he, he, he's- NWA Revolution. Right, with Eric yeah. Shadows, so uh, he's, he's- Yeah. Right, correct, okay, so that's the same guy, that makes sense. All right, Hollywood Knives Against the uh, Steel Money
2: mi- Industries, is that correct? Yes, that's a debuting team for us. Yeah. Another debut, another new gimmick for you guys, so uh, what do we know about these guys? Uh, they're from Open in the MPX, um, not an Inspire original gimmick, um, gotcha. but guys from up in Dallas that have been impressing up there. So. Dallas area, okay. And I think the only match I'm
1: forgetting is the six-man elimination, and this is for a mystery prize. A mystery prize. This is how it's built. You know, oh. Any Anything, this could be, let me tell you something, when you're talking about a mystery prize, we could be talking about a title shot, we can be talking about a new
2: championship, we could be talking about a beer from the concession stands.
3: We could be <laughs> <Can you> t- <laughs> tickets to ACW. I mean, you know. I
2: mean, <laughs> <laughs> could, uh, tickets to ACW. Well, they, 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 said it, they said it was of uh, significant monetary value. So let's keep that in mind.
1: Significant monetary value. I was going to say it could okay. be a guest spot on Voices of Wrestling, but that has zero uh, monetary value. so uh, Did
2: ACH get a pizza off that one time or something? Uh,
1: ACH was supposed <laughs> to get some uh, some barbecue. Oh, uh, uh, all right. But, but what happened Bill was yeah. the Bill Miller's barbecue. But on the way to the show, I forgot to stop at the Bill Miller's. So what I did was <laughs> I just skillfully avoided ACH for the entire three yeah. hours. So he wouldn't come looking for his barbecue. So uh, There we go. Yeah, so he's uh, probably still annoyed by that. But uh, let's see. The six-man elimination, that's void. Uh, gigolo, like this gigolo James Johnson. I, let me tell you, I've never been more shocked in my life than the first time I saw this guy. Uh, he is not what he presents in his package. Let me just put it that way. You see this guy come down in the ring, and you're not expecting the level of skill that he brings to the table. I'm um, always impressed by that guy. I think he's always one of the – and he's loaded with charisma, too. So uh, so there's there's Void, there's Great Depression, Gigolo James Johnson, uh, Ray Ortiz, and Eric Ortiz. I'm not, I don't think I'm familiar with those guys. Who are those guys?
2: Uh, Ray Ortiz is a, a younger wrestler. Um, from the San Marcos area. Uh, Eric Ortiz is a wrestler from um, from the Valley in Mexico. So these um, men are not in are these our, men
1: affiliated with each other?
2: No. Just, no. It's not an accidents uh, then. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Eric Ortiz was in the gauntlet for the J Cram. All right. So you're now following the old WWE procedure of ah, uh, we can't have two men with the same last name. No. So, uh, we, okay. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs>
3: no. we <let> them <laughs> have yeah. whatever last
2: name they have. You know? <laughs> Come as you yeah. are. Uh, and uh, Mad Dog Ken Johnson.
1: Wouldn't want to leave out the Mad Dog. I don't believe I'm familiar with him either.
2: Mad Dog Ken Johnson was uh, Shawn Michaels' first match. Uh, worked for Vince Sr., um, uh, a veteran. Worked for uh, Joe Blanchard for many years. Um, he's uh-huh. been around a while. You're not pulling my leg here? No bullshit. Look at nope. Mad Dog Ken Johnson.
1: He's he's
3: a walking children of history, and he is a legend in his own right, in my opinion. And I can I could not be more honored to have this guy working our cards. I think I think uh, I and I hope that going forward we can include him and in, you know in some capacity uh, more frequently.
1: I have no yeah. idea how you guys find some of these guys. This is amazing. You've, you've dug up <laughs> Shawn Michaels' first opponent and a guy who worked for for the Blanchards. I mean, you're talking <laughs> 30 years ago.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that that this Rolodex is nice to have, man. <laughs> uh,
1: and it's probably if it's got Mad Dog Ken Johnson in it, it's literally a Rolodex. Yeah. It,
2: yeah. It, this is not yeah. on a cell phone. This is a this is a phone number on a faded Rolodex card. There's yeah. no question yeah. about it. And, and you're probably calling a rotary phone somewhere. Uh, if, if you find <laughs> At least Mad on his end. That's
1: what I mean. Yeah, he's answering yeah. a rotary phone.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. or, or or a or a uh, sketchy. I, I'm picturing a sketchy payphone. Uh, on a, on a dusty road somewhere in West Texas, uh, <laughs> at least that's what I want to believe. So hey, look, when there's a mystery prize on the line,
2: yeah, they come out like Mad Dog Ken
1: Johnson are going to come out of the woodwork because you never know yeah. what what you can win if you if you win this elimination match.
2: Yeah, and I think we left out the Great Depression will be in that match as well,
1: and the so. Great Depression as well, of course, which uh, I. In, 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 let, let's just put. Let's just be honest. The best Inspire original right there. Uh, uh, the Great Depression. Fantastic gimmick. Fantastic thing you guys came up with there.
3: Well, uh, wait till August, my friend, when we when we <laughs> debut the Epileptic Caesars, a great new tag <laughs> team that's gonna sweep across Texas and just have everybody ablaze. I have no idea
1: if I'm being ribbed. It sounds like something out of the Jim Hurd playbook, uh, the Ding Dongs or the uh, the Christmas creatures. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word for it, and I'm gonna expect the uh, epileptic seizures in, in August. Uh, Caesars.
3: epileptic seizures.
1: Epileptic, like like the like the ruler of Rome, Caesars. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's <laughs>
1: yeah, gonna be great. I'm oh, really God. excited, I man. Even, I can't even imagine. I I actually yeah. can't imagine what that's gonna be like. That, that, that
3: Yeah, I I well. predict future tag champs all across Texas with this. I, I these guys are gonna these guys are gonna run wild. I have no comment. I,
1: I I I'm not putting myself out there. I'm not going to make myself look <laughs> like an idiot. I, I want to see this in print before I commit to it. And uh, but but that'll be in August. So and yeah, let's uh,
3: just say that when they debut in August, I'm going to be standing next to you watching your face.
1: I know. Listen, he, here's the one thing about the Inspire shows, and if you're listening and you're a fan of Inspire Pro Wrestling. And uh, you you don't know what I look like. I'm always tweeting from the shows. Hit me up. I'll, t- I'll point you out to where I'm standing. Because here's the thing: when you see Max or Biss drift over towards me during the show, pay attention because something's <laughs> going to happen. Because that's normally the the the, uh, the the procedure. They'll come. I'll see Max or Biss come come strolling over, and I'm like, oh, something's going to happen. For example, on the last show, Biss comes walking by. And uh, there was a deal where somebody was without a tag team partner because Sean Vex. What is the deal with Sean Vex? It seems like every time you book this guy, he doesn't make the show.
2: It's almost like a running joke. Yeah, Sean's got a lot of personal issues and a lot of um, injury issues that he's dealing with. I believe he just retired. So, um, Oh, that, more breaking news, and that's terrible yeah. breaking news. yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to see him back at some point. Nobody I, really had, retires. We've had guys that have quote-unquote retired on our show before, so we'll see. But, yeah, yeah, um, I think this may be an official deal. So Anyway, Sean Vex was unable to make the show, and uh, so
1: the, there was a mystery tag team partner deal coming. And, uh, of course, here comes Biss, uh making his way over to me, tapping me in the arm going, you got, you're going to want to watch this. And, of course, ACH, as a surprise, comes running in from the back of the building. Uh, as a mystery tag team partner, and the place absolutely became unglued because, uh, as a lot of people know, uh, a- Austin is ACH country. So it was a uh, nice surprise to see ACH after nobody thought they were going to see him until at least November. So um, so there you go. So if you see Max or Biss come over towards me, uh, something, <laughs> something big is about to happen. Whether it's, uh, whether it's ACH sneaking in the back door, or Keith Lee breaking through a side door into <laughs> a battle royal, uh, something big is about to happen on the show. So, well, there you go. No turning back on the 27th Mark video. Uh, I assume all of the shows moving forward are going to be uh, available on Mark for uh, $9.99 instant download. How about some of the o- are the older shows going to be transferred there or just moving forward yeah. from there?
2: I think the older shows will stay up on YouTube so people can watch and, you know, learn the history if they're just getting into Inspire. So um, that's the goal for now. We may put together some compilations, but... Uh, for now, they'll stay up for people to watch
1: it. So there you go. And that would be pretty much the first year of the company is available yeah, I... for free uh, on YouTube and on InspireProWrestling.com. And then uh, from here on out, if you want to see the show, SmartMark video. Everybody knows that they do a great job, SmartMark. So you know you're getting a reliable service. And uh, you can watch your Inspire Pro Wrestling events. So, so there you
2: go, yeah. guys.
1: I uh, go ahead, go ahead, Biss. One uh, last
2: hard. On that topic, forward. we you know who does our production is Greenless Production. So, and they do an amazing job of doing the editing. So, don't want to exclude them. Uh, Lex does an awesome job. So.
3: Yeah, I, I owe Lex. Lex, we brand our 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 firstborn. Actually, that guy has been with us every step of the way, and he's had a lot of faith in us, and and we're hoping that you know things pay off for him going forward, but, uh, yeah, we're, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a phenomenal talent outside of the box talent and he's brought a lot to the look of our, our shows.
1: All right. Well, you guys have any final words, final, anybody else you want to take a shot at before we, uh, before we, uh, wrap this thing up or, uh, any, any final words before, uh, and and this is also your last chance to back out of this thing and have me hit the delete button. So, uh, uh, any
3: final
2: words, (laughs) As that proposed is uh, this week in Texas wrestling, go ahead and go with burn, baby burn. Um, But I do want to throw out there that this show will be a chance for Rachel Summerlin to uh, say goodbye to the fans. She never had a chance with her neck injury and then some other stuff that popped up. So we will be giving Rachel Summerlin a chance to address the fans one final time. And
1: there you go. And, uh, of course, the cynic in me, I would not be shocked one bit if Darren Childs comes out from behind that curtain. And, uh, <laughs> and walks out to the ring uh, because uh, I always have to have that
2: as a. Uh, I, I'm I'm laying dead in the back somewhere if it happens. As, so come a, look for me. as a broadcast <laughs> journalist, I always have to
1: uh, keep that in mind. You've worked me before, Biss. You have worked me before, so
2: I've worked uh, everybody at least once.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, so for uh, Justin Bissonette and uh, Max Meehan, I thank them for coming on the show for the uh, for the monthly Inspire wrestling shot uh, pro wrestling show. And uh, I am Joe Lanza, and we will catch you next time.
0: Here it comes again, lunch.